Hello and welcome back to episode two of Leadership, Management and Professional Excellence. It's great to have you back. And today in this episode, we will be focusing on the three most important ingredients for your personal success in the world of leadership, management and your professional ambition. You know, a lot of people who go into management or leadership or work in a corporate environment will find that there are challenges in your career. And quite often I've come across a lot of people who work really hard and who feel that they're producing the results, but they just don't seem to get where they want to go with their careers. And quite often I've coached those individuals and helped them to understand what they need to be doing to really build that success. And I'm going to share some insights with you today and give you all you need to know to help you accelerate and enhance your prospects of achieving whatever it is that you want to achieve in your career. So fasten your seatbelt, get ready. I'll also share with you some recommendations for some great resources that you can look at further and find out more. So I hope you're ready. Here we go. Um, I guess the first place to start is that working hard and producing results on its own isn't always enough. And I came across something many years ago when I was talking to a uh, global chief executive of a, of a major organization. And I was interviewing him and I asked him what his secret was of his success. He'd climbed to the top of the corporate ladder. He was living the dream. He was successful and, and he was really making a big difference. And he shared with me a very, very simple model that he had been shown some years ago. And I'm going to share that with you today. And once you get your head around this, it really will enhance your ability to drive your career wherever you want to go for it. Now, in these days of well-being and health awareness, it's not normal to recommend pie to people. But in this case, I am going to recommend pie to you. Not the kind of pie that you eat, but pie that helps you focus your energy on your career. And it's pie spelt in the normal way, P-I-E. And when you look at this, it breaks down the the elements of your career and your performance to those key constituent parts that are going to drive your success. So what I'll do, I'll give you an overview of what this pie is, but do feel free to look it up on search engines, explore it. There's a whole load of stuff written about this that will give you more and more detail uh, as you want it. So let's kick off with the P and the P of pie stands for performance. Now just think about that for a moment. Performance refers to basically the stuff that you are employed to do, your day-to-day -day results, your deliverables, the things that your employer is expecting you to produce, to deliver every day, every week, every month, every quarter, every year. These are the results that you are primarily measured against. And of course, you will be assessed on those results, whether you are delivering those results individually on your own or whether you are leading a team and getting them to produce a set of results that you create. Now, that sounds fairly obvious, but remember, this is only one 
of the three. And you'll know this, that as you go through your career, there will be times when you are delivering on your performance, but there'll also be times when you may not be, when performance may be challenging, when your numbers may be down or however you are measured, whether it's numbers, whether it's quality measures, uh, whatever it might be. But ultimately, your performance can go up as well as down. But overall, certainly if you are producing the kind of results that your employer is looking for, it will be to your advantage because that will be one of the first things that people will look at. However, here is the bit to be aware of, my friends, because getting the performance right on its own does not necessarily get you to where you want to be. Yes, it will get you a ticket to the game, but there are two other very important elements which we will look at in just a moment. But remember as well that there may be times when your performance isn't quite what your employer would like it to be. And the thing to bear in mind there is that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't progress and that you can't grow your career. Many people have made advances in their career, even when their immediate performance has not been where they would like it to be. And that quite often is because they've got the other two elements right. And those we are going to look at very, very shortly. So just to summarise, the P is for performance. It's your daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly results, those things which you are employed to deliver. They're key. They will help you. They will get you a ticket to the game. So focus your energy, focus your time on achieving those results to the best of your ability, either through your own performance or the performance of your team members. And when we look at some of the later uh, episodes of these podcasts, I'll give you some great tips and ideas to help you uh, enhance those performances of those other people. So what are the other two? Okay, let's move on to the I. And the I of Pi stands for image. Now just think about this one for a moment. What does image mean? Image is all about your personal and professional brand. Now, I often ask people in my workshops, which of you has a professional brand? And some people put their hands up and some people don't. And I'll always come back to them and challenge them. And the simple fact is that you, sitting here listening today, you do have a brand. You have an image at work. Whether we consciously decide to influence it or not is another matter. And brand is very much about what do people think and say about you when you're not in the room, when you are not there? What is their view of you? How do people perceive you? And it's a really, really key element in terms of getting it right. So we've talked about performance and how important that is. But, you know, some people get a really high performance, but they have a terrible brand at work. Maybe they're getting the results by bullying or really being aggressive with their people. Well, that's not necessarily going to be the right image and brand that the company want for their more senior people. Because ultimately, what we need to be thinking about is that image and that brand that you carry around you. And the good news is you can do a lot to influence this. You can make a big difference on this. So getting the results is one thing. Now I want you to think about your brand. What do people say 
about you. And there's a lot of elements that this breaks down to. The first and most obvious, if you are working in a physical environment with other people, is is the look, the visual side of it. How do you dress? What's your personal grooming like? What's your personal hygiene like? I know it sounds really, really obvious, but again, it's about thinking, what's my next step up? Where do I want to be moving forward? And it's about thinking, how do I dress for that part? What do I choose as my dress code? How do I groom myself? Do I look like somebody that my company would like to be in a more senior position? Do I look the part? And the sad news is, of course, is that as human beings, we tend to judge others by first impressions. And the biggest first impression you can create is through that visual uh, element. So how you look is is really, really key in thinking about what is the best way for you to dress and, and groom yourself. But of course, it's a lot more than that. It then comes down to how do you embrace and discuss and bring in your company's values and beliefs and behaviors into what you do. Most organizations will have a set of values. They'll have a set of uh, behaviors that they really look to encourage in their people. My question to you is, how well do you know them? How much have you made them a part of what you do? Do you use those values and bring them into your communications? Do you share them with people? Do you make it such a point that you are known not only to use those values in how you talk and how you write your emails and your communications, but do you also demonstrate those values in the way you are with other people? So if, for example, if one of your company's values is we support each other, then you need to be bringing that word into what you do and showing and demonstrating how you are supporting other colleagues, team members, and showing that you are supporting them and and actually making it very, very obvious. Don't automatically assume that those people in the hierarchy above you will make the link. If I'm supporting a colleague at work, I'll be very vocal about it and I will use the word support. So I've supported so-and-so person in achieving whatever it is. And that then starts to help the people above you in the company really relate and link your activity to their values. And in a lot of cases, corporate senior management love to see that because it's showing everybody else that you are supporting those values. So think about how you bring in the vocabulary and the values and behaviors of your company into what you do. But then there's also another part to image and that's how you use things like social media i would absolutely recommend if you haven't already that you get a profile onto linkedin for example and think about how you reach out and connect to professionals both within your organization and outside of your organization and there's a whole load of guides on how to really create and build and expand your linkedin profile so that you get that sense of creating a brand that is more than just what you do on a day-to-day basis at work. I spent many years personally cultivating and growing my LinkedIn presence, and I occasionally will write articles. I'll post things that I see from other people. Of course, I credit them with them every time. But what I also do is I'll record small video blogs with small useful tips to people around leadership, around various skills to do with leadership. 
And what that does is it helps to create a brand about you that you are more than the job you are doing right there and then. And it's really great because quite often I meet people at work, even now, um, for the first time, and, and they'll say to me, oh, yeah, I recognize you from your LinkedIn profile. It's nice to meet you. So already you've started to make contact with people and they start to get to know you, which is a really positive thing because something like LinkedIn, social media is your salesperson 24-7. It never sleeps. You'll always get likes and you'll get reposts and comments. Once you've put something on there, it's a really, really great way. And, and LinkedIn is selling you 24-7. It, it never, ever sleeps. So image is a really, really key piece. And there's a great book about personal branding, and it's called Personal Branding for Brits. And it's written by a lady called Jennifer Holloway. And I've worked a lot with Jennifer in the past. She is my go-to guru for anything to do with personal branding and image. And believe me, something like that book is going to really, really help you really focus on what's important to getting your brand absolutely spot on. And remember, everybody has a brand. The key to your success, my friend, is taking control of it, thinking consciously what you want that brand to be and doing and saying and demonstrating all the time that you are consistent in that brand. Being prepared to review it and adapt it and enhance it as times change and as things move on. So really, really important. So, so far we've covered performance. Okay, get your deliverables, get those results as good as you can. But the second part to focus on is your image, your brand. Think about how people perceive you. And if I had to summarize that in one, one or two sentences, my view would be create a brand where those people that are above you in the corporate structure can see you taking on a bigger role. That really helps. Don't wait till you apply for that promotion. Be thinking about creating a brand well in advance that that promotion is yours and you will make your life much easier. So finally, we get to the E and that's about exposure. And that's different to brand because brand and image is something that you create and you manufacture. And it's different to performance because performance is what you deliver. But you know what? The P and the I aren't much help to you if you're not seen by the right people. Who knows your name in your company? Who's aware of your existence? Do your board of directors know that you exist? Do people know about you, the right people? Or do you, and as some people do, work hard, create a great image, but just don't get seen by the right people? This is about raising your head above the parapet. This is about reaching out. And again, this is a great way where uh, social media can come in and be really helpful for you. Do you invite people who are senior in your company to connect with you on LinkedIn so they can see what you're up to and what you're doing? You know, it's really great when you post something on there, for example, and you see that it's been liked by your, your CEO your chief executive officer, or one of the board of directors. The simple fact is it's registering with them that 
you're doing what you're doing. And otherwise, they may not even be aware of your name. And it's very, very easy in, in corporate world, especially big companies, to be lost amongst the, 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 the whole raft of everybody that works for your company. Get yourself noticed. When did you last reach out to somebody senior in your company to make sure that they know who you are? And I've done this before where I've been going for a promotion in a company. I remember once I sent a rather cheeky, but very nice and polite email to the the chief executive officer asking them for a quote that I could use in my uh, presentation for my uh, job interview. And he came back to me and offered me a half an hour one-to-one time just to talk it through with him, which was really, really powerful. Now, he didn't know that I existed up until that point. But in fact, the whole fact, the whole point that I'd made that approach and contact him uh, really reflected well in my interview. And I ended up getting the job and I was told in the feedback afterwards that the fact that I'd reached out uh, and done this uh, was part of the reason that I got the job because nobody else had thought to do that. But it's not just about the people senior and above you. It's reaching out to people who may not be directly connected with the job you do. How well do you know the people that work in your head office? How well do you know the people that work in other offices? Get your name known, reach out to them just to say, hello, hi, uh, my name's so-and-so. Um, I'm involved in this. I understand you're involved in whatever it might be. It'd be great to grab a cup of coffee or a quick phone chat just to talk through a little bit about what each of us are doing and see how we might be able to help each other. Build collaboration, build connections. In this world of high technology and high data, it's very easy to lose sight of the fact that we are still people. And I can promise you this, your ability to proceed and progress in an organization is as much down to the connections you make and the people you get to know as it is in your performance and as it is in your image. Now, with all of those three, again, like I say, you can find a whole range of tips and ideas online. You can go into any search engine, put in Pi, Leadership Pi, P-I-E. It's not my model. I didn't invent it, but I use it uh, a lot in terms of personal coaching and helping people. And I've seen some people really accelerate what they want to achieve in an organization by being able to focus on those three. Don't leave yourself standing water. Don't leave yourself kicking around and getting frustrated if you're not getting the opportunities you want. This is all in your control. You can influence this. You can make a difference. And by focusing on those three key elements, you, my friend, will greatly increase your chances of achieving what you want in your career. Well, that's just a little bit of a summary. I hope you found that useful. And I'm going to ask you to remember to leave a review, to subscribe, and to remember that these podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and all other major podcast stores. Don't be a stranger, and I'll speak to you again very soon. Goodbye.